With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Irene Blog Talk Radio Show. With your host, Minister Amber. And you're listening to it on the Win Network. Yes, that's right. Win Network. Together, we win. Yes, yes. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Irene Blog Talk radio show tonight, my friends. I am Minister Annie Bell, the host and creator of Irene Blog Talk radio show. As you know, it is an outreach of Wealth Management Ministries Incorporated, and we are endeavoring to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as providing awareness prevention, and resources to the community. Now, this month, as you know, is Sex Trafficking Prevention and Awareness Month. And so I thank um, uh, President Obama, who enacted this prior to him leaving, and uh, making sure that in January, we really, as a nation, have a focus on uh, the preventing and the bringing the awareness of it. But of course, with this nefarious crime, um, and the in the epidemic proportion of it um, of its growth, we need to talk about this every day. We need to make uh, prevention and awareness a daily activity. Um, so this whole month, we have been focusing on uh, bringing you more information about sex trafficking. Next week, uh, please stay tuned. Next week, we have a mother and a daughter. Um, the mother whose daughter was kidnapped and um, sold into sex slavery. And uh, you're going to hear her, her story, and it's riveting. It is intriguing, and it will, again, bring home the fact that this needs to be uh, – we, we need to make sure we're training our 
youth. We're training our uh, communities as well as the schools and the, the, the police, every, everywhere, everything, because um, even in the hotels, because they, uh, everyone can play a part in its prevention, its abolishment. Now, did you know that those victimized by the crime of sex trafficking undergo severe trauma, especially those who are uh, minors? The trauma is not only felt physically from the many exploiters that savagely rape them or the physical abuse caused at the hands of their traffickers, but there is also a mental and emotional trauma. Here tonight is licensed psychologist Kiba Richmond Green, who is here with me to talk about the intricacies of this particular trauma. So welcome to the studio, Ms. Richmond Green. For me. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, yes. Um, we're always excited to find new friends and new, um, you know, comrades who who are already in the fight or wants to get in the fight. So I appreciate you. Now, um, please tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself. I love my audience to know uh, who they are listening to. Okay, um, again, like you said, Kiva Richmond Green. Some call me Professor Kiva Green. Um, mental health, wellness, um, therapy, certifications in trauma, in marriage and family, and abuse. Um, also, um, just work in, um, with relationships um, to make sure that, you know, we are whole beings, healthy uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That's really my goal is to make sure that we're just as good on the inside as we are on the outside. Uh, also, a radio and TV host. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, probably a serial entrepreneur. I've started <laughs> businesses under my belt. And so just do quite a few things. And like you said, director of operations for Fashion for Life, which is the nonprofit that you will um, talk with the owner, uh, next week, um, Angela Marie and her daughter, um, if they talk about their um uh, wow, their their life in in um, human trafficking and in, in, in the um, the circumstances surrounding that. Yes, yes, um, and I don't want to give anything away because it, like I said, it, when I heard the story, I just was again riveted. Um, well, let's talk about it. Let's jump right on into it. And um, so, of all of the victims of sex trafficking that you have counseled. What was the most horrific case of sex trafficking? And, and of course, we want to make sure we maintain anonymity, but, um, you know, giving us the, those details of what um, made this particular case so horrific. Oh, wow. So, um, unfortunately, um, several cases, you know, I've had several clients um, who have, um, and families, who have unfortunately been involved in human trafficking. I would think that one of the worst cases um, was um, a mother whose daughter was uh, kidnapped. And she was um, she was baited on Facebook, um, you know, by another young lady who baited her and uh, became her friend and, and then ended up um, kidnapping her. And um, in the process of being kidnapped, um, the mother called, um, realized that she was kidnapped. She called police, 
and they told her to um, to Google her phone number. Mm-hmm. So when she Googled her daughter's phone number, her daughter came up on Backpage, and we all know about Backpage. Oh, my God. And so her daughter came up on Backpage, you know, for sale. So she was able to um, track her daughter um, through the back page. And so even though she wasn't able to save her day, I think what made it sad, so horrific for me is that this mother was doing everything in her power to get her child back. But because of the laws that we have in place and, and some things, you know, that, um, and I worked for law enforcement for over 10 years, so I understand both sides of this, but, um, you know, like she would track her daughter to a hotel and sit outside and watch John go in and out the room and rape her daughter because it was nothing that she could do because if you call the police, you don't have any, um, well, that's sneeze, God bless you. You don't have any No, I was so, I was so, that wasn't a sneeze. I was oh, so okay. appalled <laughs> that I was, I, I had I had to catch myself from, Interrupting you, but go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't, and then I end up oh, okay. interrupting you anyway. Yeah, um, but so, you saying because uh, that's okay. Because okay, so this is her daughter. However, you know she's calling police saying my daughter's in this room, but she has no evidence to prove it. You know what I'm saying? They have no warrant. They have no way to really prove she is who she says she is, or her child is who she says she is. So basically, it was nothing they could do. You know, and this was a minor. This was a minor, but again, how many? You know, just being in. Okay, so just being in law enforcement, how many prank calls do we get a day? You know, oh, they're selling drugs out of this house, or oh, I'm, I'm, uh, my friend is um, being held against her will. You know, people do so many things unknowingly that it affects the whole picture. So because this person does not have, did not have an attorney, or did not have a warrant. The police cannot just go, therefore, burst up into this hotel room and just say that her child is in there. You I'm sorry, I'm but that is so fast awkward <laughs> yep. that it is, it is making me want to say words that I'm not supposed to say. So you're trying <laughs> right. to tell me that yep. I filed a missing persons report on my child, and then when I think I found her, I can't call the police to say, hey, I think I know where she is and she's being she's mm-hmm. being raped you know, in, in a room in this hotel? You can call in, but I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Let me just say that. You can oh, my gosh. In, and if you are fortunate a, enough oh my to gosh. get uh, someone who really, I mean, it's just so many different variables to it, um, you know, and I mean, um, um, you know, you have to find a detective who worked in the case. You understand what I'm saying? You got to hunt them down. You got to find out, you know, uh, if are the police really going to take it seriously. You you really have to be really diligent. And I mean, I know it shouldn't take that, but I'm serious. Like, you have to be really, really diligent about, like, y'all are going to help me tonight. I need to speak to your sergeant. I need the news out here. You know, it's almost like you have to be, you know what I'm saying, a, a vigilante for your child at that point. And so... For me, the horrific thing was she had to sit there and endure that. Um, she had to endure that over and over again because there was nothing she could do, and it was too dangerous for her to go in there herself. And she just could not get any help from the police at that time. Not saying that, you know, it may not have changed now, but at that time, I'm going to say about 
six years, six, seven years ago, she could not get any help. So for me, that was the oh, most painful yes. thing yes. to do, to, to hear, you know, mm-hmm. okay, now the good uh, the blessing is she did she didn't get her daughter back. Um, Amen. She was able to get her daughter back eventually. Um, however, as you know, the lifelong effect of trauma that is long going over the entire family is yes. is is um, is forever. You know, and so um, and it's a constant struggle. Even though you know the child is home, she she came home with a child by the pimp. So you gotta you gotta think about oh. that. This is a constant reminder of um, of her life. Not only that, she goes back and forth between um, you know um, stripping and 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 different things like that because you've been subjected to this is all you work now. Your all your work is a dollar bill, and mm-hmm. that's all I know to do because I don't have a high school diploma or I have felonies now. This is all I can do to support me and my child. Because not only do these um, survivors come back, you know, we know trauma is huge, but think of, like, all the, and I know that next week, Elsa Marie is going to get into this as well, but think about all the emotional roller coasters that, that happen in, in when a person comes back home. So everybody in the family has been going on as as normal as can be. You know, if you have other kids in the family, they're going to school, they're going to prom, you feel what I'm saying? They're dating. They're doing normal teenage things. You're going to work every day. You're in your family. So when this person comes back into the house and they have been displaced, there's no more normalcy for them. So to mm-hmm. just bring them back into a space that was once their norm, it's not, it's not usually not going to work very well. Mm-hmm. And so it was mm-hmm. a lot of, um, you know, it was a lot of anger. It was a lot of fights. It was a lot of crying, you know, and it comes to the point where you have to decide, Okay, do I allow my child to stay here and work with them? Or do I find them a place to go and get them some help? It's a lot of variables to this that I don't think people even consider when you talk about rescue and recovery. Rescue and recovery. It has to be some type of respite. It has to be some type of um, transitional transitional phase uh, between rescue and home. And, That's and right. unfortunately, we don't have that. We're doing a lot of rescuing and sending people right home. I remember when um, human trafficking was introduced to me in Atlanta probably about 14 years ago, and I had no idea what it was. And this young lady, this um, teacher, came to me, and she said, I need you to help me with some young ladies. They're being uh, – she didn't call it trafficking back then. I don't even think we had the word. She just said they're being pimped. Mm-hmm. And she said, they've ran away from home several times to go with this pimp. Every time we rescue them, they run away again. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we was just trying to work with them and understand, because her parents, you know, the parents trying to understand, why do you keep going back to this person? Why do you keep running back to this person? And I know this is the question we're going to get into in a moment, which is uh, the trauma bonding and the Stockholm Syndrome. And so, but... But in a mind of a teenager whose frontal cortex is not developed, who doesn't understand logic, who doesn't understand, really understand consequences. You understand what I'm saying? I've been trained to love this person, um, trust this person, and even though they hurt me sometimes, 
they love me at the same time. Right. And and this is a great time. It's um, quarter past the hour, so we do have to take a quick break. And then when we come okay. back, we're going to talk a little bit more about, um, about the uh, trauma. So everybody, sit tight. We'll be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. Welcome back to I Rain Block Up Radio Show with your host, Minister Annie Bell. All right. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we just went through our first quarter hour on the I Rain Blog Talk radio show, uh, sponsored and and uh, powered by We Inspire Network Radio. So if you are just joining us, you um, may not have heard, but we're just talking about the trauma uh, behind sex trafficking. And we have here with us Professor Kiba Richmond Green who is going to talk to us about the, um, the the trauma behind it all. And so, you know, again, let's just, you know, go back into what you were talking about. Uh, my question, and the way we're going to do this tonight, just so that you know, we're going to break it up because there is a little bit difference of trauma when it comes to minors. And we want to break mm-hmm. that down and then talk about, then in general, whether it's uh, sex traffic, w- uh, women and men. and um, But we want to talk about minors first, and that's considered, again, DMST, domestic minor sex trafficking. And um, depending on which state you are in here in Georgia, it's called CSEC, but it may be identified uh, differently in the state levels. And, and you, know, you know, Professor Kiba, I think th- that causes – so much more confusion. confusion. It, I believe it, whether it's yeah. sex traffic, a uh, victim is trafficked in Virginia, North Carolina, Los Angeles, it should be right. a federal offense. Um, yeah. And and it'd be taken to a federal level and that there is consistency with the, the mm-hmm. punishment, the um, mm-hmm. redirection, because because of that, you have someone who may have trafficked a young girl across three states and they have, um, you know, uh, been raped 50 times a week. He could end up in a place where it is a, a much more lenient um, legislation. Right. 
and get away with it. I mean, I've seen traffickers get probation. Uh, and mm-hmm. I know I'm singing to the choir here, but it really gets under my skin. And that's one of the reasons why our, our ministry, we've moved into legislation as well as the other yes. things that we're doing because we have to change uh-huh. that. Now, let's talk about trauma because I'm getting off base here. How does okay. being a victim of sex trafficking impact the development of children, those who are wow. um, ch- children who are caught up in sex trafficking? Okay, so first of all, there are three types of trauma. I don't know if people understand the three types of trauma. So there's acute, which is just a single incident, um, a crime victim, a serious accident, or a natural disaster. And there's chronic, which is repeated over time, prolonged trauma, which we know is like human trafficking, which is domestic violence, abuse, or war. And then we have complex trauma, which is chronic. So it's interpersonal trauma, and it's uh, varied. It's multiple traumas, early onset, often by trusted caregivers, which is probably what you're talking about with the younger um, adults or children. Children, like you said. And so um, we know that trauma affects the brain, we understand that it affects, you know, the uh, your physical and emotional responses and prolonged uh, reactions to trauma, you know, heighten your arousal, arousal, persistent, difficult thoughts and emotions. It's hard to rationalize uh, reality from, uh, from non-reality. Uh, it also, you know, affects your perception of the self, yourself and others. Uh, it's hard to trust people. You know, um, navigating life skills um, are affected, and of course, your personal safety are affected. So, we know that um, attachment is huge. Attachment bonding is huge. So, when and if a child is um, put into a situation of human trafficking or sex trafficking at an early age, it already causes um, some chemical imbalances that are going to be lifelong and life lasting. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that where the trauma happens is usually where you're stuck. So if you say, for instance, um, you start at five years old being raped or five years old being sold, a lot of times your mentality, your psyche stays there. So even as you mature in age, your mind doesn't mature because it's not able to fully mm-hmm. develop and grow and then grow the changes that are happening in your life, especially if it's chronic where it's constantly it's still reoccurring, you know. So, um, so a lot of times we we see people and we think, oh my God, like they're so childlike, or they still act like a, um, you know, a ten year old or a twelve year old. And I know even um, Angela Marie may talk about this next week. You know, bring her child home, even up into an adult to a certain stage, she still acted like a sixteen year old because that was the age that the trauma happened and it affected the brain right there in that space. And so it's. Um, it's almost like a movie reel, you know. It, mm-hmm. it just keeps going over and over. The same, that same scene keeps replaying itself, reenacting itself. So it it affects children differently. Like I say, your cognition, your um, your uh, emotional and uh, physical responses are going to be differently depending on the age, and of, of course, the emotional effects of trauma are going to be long lasting for children. Um, not saying they won't be for adults, but for some reason, we have a little bit more uh, to fall back on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have a little bit more um, rebound effect 
Now, kids are resilient. We don't want to say that because they are very resilient. But at the same time, um, the, the process in the brain, the chemicals in the brain have been affected. And I don't want to get into all that different, you know, your gamma, beta, and your, on your, on your um, and all those things. But, but all of those things are being affected the younger you are. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. um, it affects. Of course, there's no absolute. There, what works for one may not work for other. Uh, we have, uh, but so for the most part, there are a lot of similarities. Um, there are a lot of similarities that happen when you start younger. Mm-hmm. I hope that answers the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, you know, one thing okay. that we want to talk about then is that I wanted to bring up is that um, a person who has chronic or complex um, uh, trauma. You know, we're looking at the PTSD, complex PTSD, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. these triggers that happen. And what's happening is our brains are thinking that we are back in that trauma, back in that situation. And so it causes our chemicals to begin to be produced. And after a while, that chemical that is produced constantly. Um, the fight or flight and the yes. adrenaline, yes. it begins yes. to become toxic within our bodies. And so and it begins that too, um, way down. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That too has an effect on the body. And so um, what I've learned also is that with this trauma, um, especially when not resolved, once it's resolved that, you know, that it takes on a whole new life, but, um, as far as, you know, them living, but if, um, if not resolved, then it could create adult onset illnesses like heart problems, uh, yes. obesity. Mm-hmm. Um, we, and we're not even talking about the behavioral issues of uh, drugs and alcohol and different yes. uh, addictions, yes. Yes. but we're talking about just the impact of the physiological part of our body. And it could break it down. And so, um, you know, people who shouldn't even have diabetes have diabetes and uh, different things that are happening. And one thing that was shocking um, during my certification process that I learned is that, and this is what I'm talking about is the eighth uh, um, adverse childhood experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it talks, it says that a person who has gone through trauma 20 years of their lifespan is cut down if there is no resolution. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I'm supposed to, if I'm supposed to, you know, live to, you know, uh, to be 80. Right. Um, And if I don't resolve the trauma, then most likely I'll only live to 60. And so how many people have died prematurely because, they did not. They were not able to resolve the impact problem. of trauma over a long right. right. Impact of trauma over a long period of time. Absolutely. No, that's real sad, and it is, and it's really sad that we don't do more of it in the educational system because, as we know, like you said, oh, come on, imperative um, happens. Oh. Poor school performance. You know, rigid math yes. and reading decline, low standardized scores, poor concentration. You know that, like. Um, Poor memory, poor focusing, um, limited 
self-calming behaviors, hyperactiveness, hypersensitive, um, all of those things. So uh, most people have been, and I say this all the time when I talk to people, most people have been impacted by trauma, at least. A lot of us are impacted by trauma daily. We just don't even realize it, you know. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a car wreck, it's a move, you know, these kids, like I tell people, you have um, a lot of kids that don't have proper sleeping um, you know, beds and pillows, you okay? They don't sleep on the proper equipment, they don't eat correctly, they don't drink enough water, you don't uh, you know, they're not they're not um they're getting fresh air, they're not exercising. Mm-hmm. So that alone is a problem. Okay, so to factor all that in with um abuse at home, um, you see what I'm saying, or homelessness, uh loss of a pet or a family member. Um, somebody coming in and out, if you got somebody going to jail, or if your mom or dad has frequent boyfriend or girlfriends in and out the home. Okay, so Mm -hmm. all of these things impact the children. And I say to teachers when I do conferences and I speak, it's like, how do you you, as the instructor sit at your desk with a coat, with your cell phone? You get up and walk out the room three or four times. But yet you want the child to sit in their seat for eight hours a day and be quiet. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. We live in a mm-hmm. simulated world with with technology constantly, um, you know, inundating us, TV, phone, noise, activity. A lot of these children don't even get quiet. Think about that. If you live in an environment where there's constant noise all the time, that's right. impactful. That's trauma. So yeah. I have to yeah. constantly remind them, like, they need to be just. They need to be stimulated on a constant basis in order for them to function. So if mm-hmm. you have children in your room or in your presence, if you're a parent, or aunt, a godmother, neighbor, teacher, Sunday school teacher, preacher, if they're not just bad. You know, we have to stop using that word. No, they're traumatized. It's something well, going and, on know, in I their world. That you can't say what is wrong with you. You got to say right. what has happened to you. Because there's normally a reason behind their activity or inactivity. And, and we, I also want to make sure that this is clear, that um, we want to look at behavior as yes. a nonverbal yes. evidence. So it could be that someone who was uh, making C's and, you know, barely middling, um, all of a sudden starts making A's and B's. Uh, there, there's, if there's a shift, a, uh, a huge mm-hmm. shift on either side right. of the pendulum. We got to take a right. look at that because, like for me, as in a survivor of child sexual abuse, I became very controlling. So mm-hmm. because I hated mm-hmm. the feeling of being mm-hmm. controlled by someone else, being made to do things I didn't want to do, and so mm-hmm. I became con- uh, uh, almost like OCP, uh, the personality, <laughs> right. not the actual disorder, yes. but the personality where I wanted everything exactly where I put it. And if my lotion wasn't exactly. where I put it, then doggone it, I'm yes. about to have a fit. And um, I don't like anyone else driving. If I'm in the car, mm-hmm. I better be in the driver's seat or I know this person. I mean, there's probably a handful of people that I would trust to drive me somewhere because I don't trust yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And so... Right. You know, those are the kind of things you want to look at as well as if you go from an A student to a, 
a D student. You want to look D at that student, as well. Exactly. If, if you have a person who exactly. is normally flamboyant out there having a good time, all of a sudden quiet, but then what if you have a quiet person all of a sudden becoming really rambunctious? So you want to look at those huge swings of the pendulum um, to kind of detect if something is happening to them. Hey, we have talked ourselves right into our second commercial break. So everybody, <laughs> please um, put your, keep your wigs on. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Minister Annie Bell, and I am the host of Irene's Blog Talk Radio Show, where we endeavor to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as being the vehicle by which we use to bring awareness and resources to the community to aid in the prevention of these abuses. IRAIN, which is a declarative acronym for the individual survivor, that means I. I identify myself as a survivor, no longer a victim. R. Reclaim my life. E. Excel at living. I. Illuminate the dark. G. Grow in Christ. And N. Nurture myself and others. This declarative acronym has developed into a victorious lifestyle brand that empowers and aids in the healing journey of our survivors of abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas. I have also written a book entitled with a namesake, I Reign, A Survivor's Guide to Thrive, which is now available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Pick up your copy today and join me every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here on We Inspire Network Radio, where together, through God, we win. If we endure, we shall reign with Him. Welcome back to I Reign Block Up Radio Show with your host, Minister Annie Bell. All right, welcome back to our second half hour of the Irene Blog Talk radio show. Tonight we're talking about the trauma behind sex trafficking. Um, there's too many people out here saying, get over it, you know, what's the big deal? Uh, so what, you were trafficked, so what, so what, you were abused, get over it. Um, we want to really talk about why it's so hard to just get over it the trauma behind it all. Of course, you know that this is the Irene Blog Talk radio show, and I am Minister Annie Bell, your host this evening and every evening. <laughs> but um, welcome back to Professor Kiba Richmond Green, who is really bre breaking it down for us as to how the um, brain is impacted when there is trauma. So thank you. Welcome back, Professor Kiba. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I hey, hope I'm welcome. breaking it down for him. I'm trying not to talk too fast. I know it's a lot of information for an hour, so yeah. And feel free that if you have any um, anything to help someone understand, to post it on our group page um, following this this uh, particular broadcast, because I know that we have a lot of people in our group who may want to, you know, read about that, but. I want to talk about, you know, what transitional needs should be given to ensure that the children, again, we're talking about the children, heal properly. Um, okay, so, uh, of course, first and foremost, uh, 
qualified and a good therapist <laughs> um, yes. for you and your children and your family. I know a lot of you know times we underestimate therapy or we don't believe it works or we have so many um, different beliefs and hang-ups about therapy, but I promise it works when you have um, the right therapist for you. You know, everyone Come on, let's talk about it. The, for some reason, the black yeah. community we yes. Yes. feel like we we don't need you know and God yes God we do, we do need God yes but pray and God go to has placed <laughs> professionals yes. and given knowledge to to those who could help and aid so yes I want to make sure that we I say it you know because we try to be very blunt and candid um, yes. on our yes. show because. Um, I mean, even, you know, even my own dad, he was like, I'm not going to no counseling. And, you know, he he went through Vietnam War and all that other stuff. So uh, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no shame in it. It, It's no embarrassment to it. But really, it is something that is so needed, um, especially if your child has gone through abuse and or sex trafficking. Um, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, I had to interrupt there to make sure. That's I okay. No, no, point. no. We know um, <laughs> we know black and brown um, people of color tend to dismiss counseling and um, and go to religion. Mm-hmm. And, and and prayer works. You know, prayer yeah. works. We know that we're not dismissing prayer by any means. Have, no means. Um, uh, faith without works is dead. And so Come you have to now. put some action behind it. He created therapists. Even Jesus had counsel. Even mm-hmm. Jesus had counsel. He had 12 disciples with him and many others that were not mentioned that helped him in situations. So understand that counseling is not um, saying that you're crazy because that's what we like to say. I'm cra- oh, I'm not crazy or, you know, or, um, or, or that it's wrong. You know, we have to understand that a lot of times what we have are traditions. We're steeped in tradition, we're steeped in religion, and we pass down a lot of misinformation, even in Mm -hmm. the church. And so we have to understand that if we don't get right, I I, I tell tell people this all the time, we'll invest in everything except our mental health. We want to leave a legacy of money. You know, we want to leave money for our family. We want to leave stuff, houses, and car- why don't we leave good mental health for our family? Why don't we leave that? That's right. Why don't we leave That's that right. legacy? We invest in, in life insurance. We invest in, invest in health insurance. If they told you you need a heart transplant tomorrow or your son need a heart transplant, you will go sell the house for that child a heart transplant. We need to do the same for our mental health because That's right. we're dying. We're dying at an alarming rate because we do not believe that we're sick and we're sick in our minds, unfortunately. And so even a counselor needs a counselor. I have to go to a counselor Come on. and seek help myself. So that's right. Any good counselor needs counseling. I was, I was one, I did not. Um, and even going to school for this, I did. I, I agree. I was one. I was like, I don't need no, I don't want no medication. I don't want no diagnosis, you know, and it took, other counselors really helping me understand that I was hurting my client more than I was hurting myself because I can only take them as far as I'm willing to go myself. So I That's cannot right. help my client if I'm not going to go and do it myself. So. Come on. Now, you know, and something else that I'm about to say, and it may just blow your minds out there who are listening, 
But who created the brain? It was God. God. So God created the brain. If you are so in love with the Lord, if you really know God, then you would know that just as he has created, he's allowed it, he's allowed doctors of medicine um, to help treat your body. He has also given that knowledge for those who are um, able to heal the brain. And so, you know, psychology is really the um, study of the soul because that's where our mind is, right? And so um, there has to be, there. at one time, it was all in the same, but, you know, man, just as man have separated science from God, man Mm -hmm. has separated psychology from God. And so, you know, understand and feel comforted in knowing that when you're going to see a therapist, a um, uh, whether you're f- seeing a physical therapist or a um, psychologist or a, a counselor or a um, heart doctor, it's, Social, right. it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We are, you know, going to someone who has the expertise, knowledge, and education to be able to help correct that might be wrong. And um, we're in our fallen bodies. These, we're in our fallen nature. Yeah. So things are going to break down. Things are going to, you know, I say this, we are one cell away from crazy. I say that because, you know, one incident, yeah, all we need is one freaking incident to happen and it can t- put, take us over. You know, we're all exactly. just one all want, trauma exactly. away or one incident yes. away. So don't one think snap that. Yes, yes. Exactly. Come on. Um, I now, totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. We have to. Um, we have to understand that we all are. And if the more, if you really study psychology and you really study science, if that's what you're gonna, then you'll really understand God. That's right. I promise you. Like it. he is science. He created it. I have a good friend, um, Charlene Flagg. She is. Um, she's writing a book how science really is God. Like she correlates it exactly with the Bible. And it's amazing, but I know we got to move on. But I'm just saying, like, we get so again, we get so steeped in tradition and and mm-hmm. um, and um, that we don't understand that we're living um, somebody else's story because this ain't our story. We need some help. Right. We need help, people. Get some help. Yeah. But yeah. Come on. Get. So you we need help. Get, help. help. <laughs> get some help, please. Reach out. Get some help. If not from me, from somebody, I promise you. Stop talking to your friends. Stop talking to your mother. Stop talking to you know. You know, not saying that they don't love you, but they can't help you because guess what? Y'all got the same mindset. Uh-huh. You attract who you are. I'm a firm believer that you attract who you are. Mm-hmm. So all your friends thinking like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how they going to help you out of your situation? Right. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, as T.D. Jake, your thinking, thinking is causing you to be in a rut. And so if we don't learn to change our thinking, then we can't change our life. That's right. Come on, somebody. But you you, you uh, saying about um, children really fast, that I know you're going to be time for a break in a minute. But some things we can do for children is, first of all, create a safe zone. That's the most uh-huh. important. Create a safe zone for kids so they can have a, a space where they can feel free. Even if they don't talk, they can have a place to just 
woosah. You know what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. breathe, to relax. Uh-huh. Um, I would say be consistent. Be consistent as an adult. We're not consistent. And that's what has caused a lot of the issues that we see with children is our inconsistency. And so uh, be consistent. And it's hard. It's hard. You know. Um, well, don't talk too much. Don't ask too many questions. Don't probe too much. Let them come to you. Let them let them show you or tell you. If you have young kids, five to ten, I would say get a play therapist. I love it. Mm. I love play therapist. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Yeah, me too. Get a play therapist who can help um, you uncover some things without necessarily using words. Um, process and reason while also um, tolerating emotion. Allow them to be emotional. Allow yourself to be emotional. But if you are too emotional, then you need to excuse yourself from it. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we over-traumatize kids because we project all, We project a lot as adults. Yes. We put all yes. our stuff onto kids. And so um, sometimes we're, we're, we're too too emotional. <laughs> emotional. Um, I say be creative. You know, um, let the child or children, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> you know, again, find ways to be creative so they can get their story out. Because everybody is not going to always have a voice. Everybody is mm-hmm. not going to always be able to use their voice. That's right. So um, finding different ways. Be an active listener. Stop talking. You know, yeah. as adults, we talk a lot. We ask a lot of questions. And we do all the talking. We say we want to hear from the children, but we don't be quiet long enough to let them talk. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of some things we can do. Um, there's so many um, ways to help kids. But first, we have to do our own. I'm a firm believer that as adults, we have to do our work first. We have mm-hmm. to go and, like you said, get trained and aid to go and deal with our own stuff. So then we can help our children because, like I said, a lot of times we project and we put our stuff onto our kids, and therefore they never get healed because we're not healed. Right. And we got to understand that if you are a parent or caregiver of a victim of sex trafficking or and or abuse, um, there is secondary trauma to you too um, because you love that person. And so you do have to go and get some help. It may not be the same intensity. But you do need to kind of work through that and see that you can cope with that. Um, I don't know if that happened to my child. I know that it would take something out of me. It would, you know, um, and I'm one of them. I'm one of them fighting girls. So you know, I probably yeah. trying to pull, pull pull my gun <laughs> right, out and right. you know, um, mm-hmm. and go vigilante. Um, you know, but um, and you know, you were talking about that young lady in the beginning where the mother was sitting out in the hotel room and watching these exploiters going in exactly. and raping her yeah. child. I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you what, mm-hmm. this little, mm-hmm. this girl right here, I would have brought mm-hmm. my magnum, followed one mm-hmm. of those exploiters mm-hmm. to the room and then busted, I busted that door open. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. So we need ways to be able to cope with um, all that, hurt and anger and stuff like that. So even if you're not the victim, um, you as the caregiver, as the one that loves this um, child, need some uh, therapy as well. I'm actually going to make an executive decision and not do our next 
commercial break, but you all know you're listening to the Iran Blog Talk radio show, and I am your host, Minister Annie Bell, um, powered by Win Radio, and also you know that we are also covered under the Wealth Management Ministries Incorporated. Um, Also want to make a brief announcement that we know talking about this could trigger someone who may have, who may be a survivor. So if you look down, if you're looking, um, listening to us online, if you look at the slideshow, you'll see um, help numbers, but I'm going to give them to you tonight as well. So sex trafficking, call Polaris, 1-888-373-7888. Child abuse, 1-800-422-4453. And let me clarify something. If you see something and it doesn't sit well in your spirit or something in your knower says something don't look right, you don't have to be an expert. You don't need to go investigate. All you need to do is call these one of these numbers. They will send an expert out there to do the investigation. And then if there is nothing there, they'll, you know, do nothing. But if something is there, you just might have saved a life. So, again, you don't have to go and um, solidify anything. You don't have to find any evidence. You don't have to be, uh, you know, a private detective. You just, if it doesn't look right. And let me tell you one last thing. Children left in vehicles alone is against the law. So if you see children being left in vehicles by themselves, and I don't understand why parents to this day will still do it after reports of child death, child kidnapping, all that going on, why they still live their, leave their children in the car, I don't understand. But here in the state of Georgia, if you leave your child in the car, you that is a felony. So please do not leave your children unattended in the vehicle. Um, so anyway, back to what we were talking about. I want to, um, we only got about, about I guess about, 50, about uh, yeah, I don't know, seven minutes. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm gonna have to bring you back on the show because yeah. you have you are such a wealth of information, and um, that I want you know I want to bring you back so maybe in another time. But let's talk about the trauma bonding really fast, and okay. um, and the last thing that we I want to talk about is um, you know what's the best best method of therapy that you have found, whether it's uh, trauma informed or solution focused. Mm-hmm. But first, trauma mm-hmm. bonding. Okay, so trauma bonding is, um, it's, it explains why people often stay in a, with an abusive person. So um, when you become addicted to the hormonal rollercoaster of an abuser, it sends you into trauma bonding. So it's, an, uh, it's a result of ongoing cycles of abuse in which the intermittent, I'm just giving you the definition, intermittent reinforcement of reward and punishment creates powerful emotional bonds that are resistant to change. So for a lot of, you know, we use this a lot with, we hear this a lot with domestic violence uh, because people always say, well, why you keep going back or why you won't leave or why you, why you, you know, because trauma bonding, um, it, it plays on the psyche as we know. It plays on your um, mental and emotional um, feelings, which make you believe that um, you can't leave. You know, so a lot of times, um and sometimes you hear it as Stockholm syndrome as well. It's not quite yeah. that, but sometimes you hear it as that used in that term as well. But some ways to know that a person is having some type of trauma bonding would be, you know, 
a constant pattern of non non performance. So your partner keeps promising you things, but they keep doing the opposite. So you know, I promise you, I'm gonna stop hitting you. I promise you, I'm not gonna hit you no more. I love you. I love you. I love you. And of course, you know, when they get angry, they do it again. Um, others are disturbed by something that is said or done in your relationship, but you brush it off. A lot of times, you know, people are telling you this doesn't look right or that's not right. They shouldn't be treating you that way. And yet and still we stay. Uh, you feel stuck in a relationship because you see no way out. You keep having the same fight of going around and around with circles with that person over and over again. Uh, you're punished or given silent treatment by your partner when you say or do something wrong. Uh, you feel unable to detach from your relationship, even though you don't truly trust or even like this person. And when you try to leave, you're plagued by um, the longing that, oh, I'm going to miss them or I love them. That's, that's, those are all signs that you're in a relationship or dealing with some type of trauma bonding. So a lot of times, um, so uh, we don't have a lot of time, but one thing I know is that people don't understand the chemicals in the body and the chemicals in the brain. And so we have chemicals in the brain that causes us to attach. And so if we hug each other for more than um, 60 seconds, we then have a chemical in the brain that causes us to attract to this person. So you want to know sometimes why it's so hard to leave. So if you have now introduced sex into the relationship, you have now have what we call soul ties, right? So when you right. start bringing in, in things like um, um, feelings, emotional, you know, emotion, sex, it's physical, it's mental, emotional, it's psychological, then that's another reason why the trauma bonding is so hard to break. Because when we don't so understand, powerful. it's very powerful. It's very mm-hmm. powerful. Because he, you, you know how you be one of those said, I don't even like them. Why I can't leave them alone? Or why I can't stop mm-hmm. thinking about them? Well, you can't stop thinking about them because the chemicals in the brain have now been infused together. And, and so, it's also important it's, to know... And when we're talking in the frame of sex trafficking is that the trafficker will do those play on those emotions. So Absolutely. there was a, um, a person that would say you and there, the, you know, we've heard of the gorilla traffickers and the Romeo trafficker, but the Romeo mm-hmm. trafficker will use words of, you know, adoration, you know, I love you, girl, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then right. we'll smack you if you don't go and sleep with the next exploiter. Um, but then after you sleep with the exploiter, then they might buy you some French fries at McDonald's. Um, and then that, again, that trauma bonding happened. I also want to talk about trunking, which is a new type of um, uh, trauma bonding method. And the, the trafficker will put the victim inside of a trunk, go into like a big parking lot. Of, of like a warehouse or whatever and wait till it's um, <clears throat> empty and they will drive erratically in the car, knocking the person back and forth in the trunk. Wow. And so mm. they get um, bruising. They, they really get mm-hmm. hurt back there. Then they let the victim out, put them in the front seat and say, girl, you know, I love mm-hmm. you, you know, and she'll say, mm-hmm. well, why did you do that to me? I didn't do that. The trunk, the car did that. I didn't put a hand mm-hmm. on you. And so there's that wow. confusion. And again, we're talking about children here. 
So and that play. Right, 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 right. Yes, mm-hmm. will begin to come into play. After that, they'll mm-hmm. take them to whatever their favorite thing is, whether it's McDonald's fries or Baskin Robbins ice cream. They will treat them to a very small, they might even give them some, you know, because they a lot of times there's a lot of um, abuse and neglect going on, and they're not even mm-hmm. feeding them properly. And so right. after the trunking event, they'll take them somewhere to get something to eat, and it's not even good food. Um, and mm-hmm. but it's enough for them to again bond with their mm-hmm. um, their trafficker because they have now fed them. Okay, so it is very that whole trauma bonding is very deep and very wow. powerful. It's huge. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. A lot is. of manipulation. It about a lot of two control. minutes to talk about yeah. your um, the best method of therapy for your victims. For it's not your victims, for the victims of sex trafficking. And yeah. then I want you to talk about um, what you're doing next and how my listeners can actually get in touch with you awesome okay so it's it's many um different types of therapy um, therapy that we can use of course solution focus depending on the age um psychoeducational cognitive behavior didactic there are many 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 um like i said play therapy for children i think it's awesome um find you a certified play therapist um it's so many different methods to use and sometimes you can even um, do a mixture. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, so there's no one size fit all. It depends on what's going on with the person or the child or the family. And then we can determine how we would approach therapy for the family or for the victim or for the survivor. Um, so just mm-hmm. know that there are methods out here that are working. There are survivors out here who are thriving, who are um living their lives now um, not saying that the, the trauma you know it, it didn't happen but I'm saying that they are out here uh, surviving so you yeah. can overcome this you can you can you can um, you know if someone's listening you there are options for you please don't feel like it's in other words I, I, I cannot imagine what you've been through I don't I don't even want to surmise and, and, and put myself in that position but I want you to know that there is help for you and there is hope for you and um, if I can't help you, I would definitely um, find someone who can. Amen. How can my um, audience get in touch with you? All right. So all social media, Professor Keba Green, K-E-B-A, Keba Richmond Green. Um, you call my office number, 678-774-9370. Um, again, I would love to speak with you. If I can't help you, I would definitely get you to someone who's qualified to help you um, get the help that you need. Um, what I will say is that you have to do your work. You know, a lot of times we want to go to therapy and it be a quick fix, and we only want to go to therapy when we're in trauma and crisis, and when the crisis passes, we stop coming. No, this is a process. You have to do your work. You have to do your part and the therapist do their part and then we work together to make sure that you get the healing that you need. It is not going to always be a quick fix. It's not going to always be simple and easy and you have to show up to get the result. And it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard work. But yeah. it's worth it. Amen. If you work it, it works. It will work for you. Well, thank you so much, Professor, for being on with us and being candid. Um, and uh, I pray that somebody will give you a call Now, you know, guys, I offer the Christian counseling, but if you're wanting more of a psychologist, um, call her. She 
has what it takes. Now, everyone, um, also there is the STAR method, and that's the method that I use, which is strategic trauma and abuse recovery, uh, and that is the integration of psychology and biblical principles. So um, like she says, there are many things that work. You know, one might work for some and another work for others. So don't think that you have to do one single one thing there's so many out there like she says there is hope yes there everything all that you've gone through can be turned back around um you can be set back on solid ground I know I sound like I'm about to break out in song but there is hope and there is help out here so don't die in your recovery you know alive in your recovery and thrive in it. To make a donation or get in touch with me or my team, please go to www.wealthmngt.org or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I reign. Stop abuse and abolish sex trafficking. Also on Facebook, it's Prevention Works. So um, also we have a YouTube channel so you can um, follow us there. Thank you so much and we will see you back next Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Good night, everybody. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.